three bros working on a podcast. <laughs> three chairs apart because we're not gay. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Tippet Cast. I am Aaron. On my right is Gary, and on the other side is Taylor. There we go, full of energy like we Too all much are. Energy. We are the Tippet Cast. You can follow us on all social media platforms. The ones we care about are Instagram and Facebook. We are also putting stuff up on YouTube if you wouldn't mind having a look at that as well. Yes, please. Uh, please, pretty please. Uh, find us on all podcasting platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, the really important ones. We're on other ones too, but those are the ones that really count. Right. On to the next topic. Gary. Yes. Go. Let's go. Was I supposed to have a topic this week? Fuck you. Do your topic. Yes, you. I'm looking forward to it. Look at you with your humor. Let's really? go. You're looking forward to it? I am. Okay. I want to be surprised. I think this and is I want one to those, enjoy it. This is one of those ones I think where he might just like rant. And he will. Intently. No, he doesn't have notepad out, so... No, no notepad. He has a mind palace, it's all good. He's no, no, no. Oh, don't no. you dare. Put it down. Put that down. Put it down. Sorry, just before, I'd like to point out... Lucas Aid now is called Lara's Aid, by the way. It's amazing. Shadow of the Tomb Raider comes out soon in that promotion. <laughs> Lucas Aid is Lara's Aid, it's amazing. Anyway. Okay, let's go. go. Okay, so. Mm. So? I want to talk about the whole like premium, freemium, and pay-to-go models that you have. Well, well, mobile games. So I think audiences are fucking spoiled. Because of that, you have really great games coming out. Mm-hmm. But they will have to get 10,000 downloads. But then you'll have games where they're very, like, just casual, very casual games. But you will, oh, pay to not get ads. Or what? And these these games are going to do incredibly, incredibly well. Why? Because they get people to download them because they're free. And they'll be terrible. There's, there's very little design going into them that is actually a benefit. And then they have fantastic games, which are literally game of the year like games of the year and should be contenders for it and people won't be talking about them simply because they won't get through the paywall have you seen the new YouTube boxing game on mobiles you can play as Logan Paul and KSI wow yes this is the thing I just break my phone while playing it instead I want to get it of course you do (laughs) I want to beat up Logan Paul in a game he's a big man yeah yeah so I assume that's what I'm going to yeah? So when I, uh, no, I, I'm saying stuff like, uh, I'm not saying like the, I'm not saying the merits of some of these games, like stuff like Candy Crush, stuff like that. Like some of these games are like well-designed games that have like really nice puzzles. Um, but then there's some of them which are just, they're just free and so people will just download them. And then the, like the reason these companies put these games and ha- use these business models um, as freemium games, freemium is, a mashup of premium and free um, because what happens is that it'll allow you to download the game for free but if you want to get any extra stuff for example Clash of Clans hmm. stuff like that where you're doing stuff and oh if you pay you can get rid of the ads or you can get more diamonds which will speed up your process and they look pretty and you won't have to wait for 20 hours you'll just have to get it straight away or you can slow down the process make it faster hmm. for a limited time you can build faster um, stuff like that um the reason why they do those models is because they actually get more money from people by doing that yeah. over a long time rather than just a one-time payment you get the game you'll know it's probably going to be a well-designed game and there that, that you'll just get a great game you pay one price you don't have to worry about after that you can play it offline 
this is, a lot of good games do that, but because people have this kind of stigma towards mobile games that they must be free, and I talk to several people, whenever I say to anybody about a mobile game, they'll always say, oh, I don't pay for mobile games. Mm. It's like, okay, but you will pay 100 like euro for a fucking Fortnite skins. And it's like, screw you. I don't pay for either. I don't pay for games. I don't pay for add-ons in games. However, you debated it. For Fortnite? For Fortnite, you debated it, yeah. I did, yeah. But I ended up not buying season pass or anything. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. The thing is, we're allowed, like Fortnite as well is another example. Like, I remember like recently, recently I, I, I've seen arguments of people saying, like, oh, it's about, like, it was something like God of War or like, other games like that. And then people, yeah, but Fortnite's free. I was like, no, 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 no. There it is. No, there's a difference between an experience. Exa- no, exa- <laughs> that's the exact argument I'm given for mobile games that for Fortnite and other games. Where's that? Yeah, Fortnite is a very good game. I can get skins, but mobile games. It's like imagine Fortnite, but like even more like add shit like that. It's even worse. Well, people will put up with that yeah. rather than just pay for a good game one time payment. Like one of the. One of the best games, 2018, I'm just straight up saying one of the best games, and I'm considering it for one of the games of the year, in my arguments, is going to be Florence. A game that is two euro on the App Store. Two euro on the App Store, it's about two hours experience, but everything about the game, rather than just shoving in loads of content, everything is just about this story. It's a very relatable, universal story that anybody can kind of get into. And everything is based around that. There's no talking, no dialogue. It is all visual storytelling. Do you think the price will come down at any point? <laughs> <laughs> Two euros a bit much for me. I'll get it on sale. Oh, wow. Can I rent it? Steam sale, it's yeah. All, yeah. It's all visual storytelling. And it also has multicultural characters. Very easy to get into for any kind of audience. And because there's no dialogue or text, you don't need to speak English. You don't need to speak any language. As long as you can download the game, once you get into it, it'll be understandable for anybody. I really like this game. It's a really good game. Tell. It's worth playing, but I've had several people say like, yeah, but it's, a, yeah, but it, just because it's a mobile game, mm. but then they will easily just pay like freaking 60, 70 euro for a new game and just, and it'll be like, oh yeah, it's a stupid open world game, it's like Far Cry 5, and they'll consider that like, I keep forgetting that because it's a tri- out, like. because it's a triple A console game. It somehow has more legitimacy, even though mobile markets have sold more than any other market for years. Wait, wait, more than the Switch? <laughs> <laughs> yes, David, even more than the Switch. Oh, there, there that isn't. I don't believe that. There was actually a survey carried out. At uh, GDC, Gary asked two people. There's a survey. I think it was GDC about like they like. They, so they went to all people who considered themselves hardcore gamers or people that played like a certain number of hours like okay. per day yeah. and we're just like the people who played like quite a bit of hours um, and most of the audiences where you look at it's like oh these people consider hardcore gamers to like play console and PC it's like oh 96 or 94 percent I can't remember which of those but 94 to 96 percent of all these players also play mobile games that makes sense though like you're on Facebook or any apps yeah easy it's as easy just to go on a game and just play that like on your go on, yeah, yeah, yeah and there's so many good games you can do that with like if you look at Valiant Hearts if you look at This War of Mine which is on mobile if you look at the Banner Saga which has been ported quite well I may add 
Battlestar Go 1 and 2 to import the mobile. Those are fantastic games, even on consoles, and to have that game in its full legitimacy on your phone is impressive and it's so good. Like some of the like one of the games that you're like 2014 would have been like 80 Days, which is a retelling of um, Phineas's Fogs around the world in 80 days, where it allows you like it gives a dialogue approach to where you get almost these journal entries, okay. these voice acted journal entries of I woke up with a boy pointing a sword at my throat, day five, and that's how it starts off each day with this thing happened because of the choices you made, where you just went no instead of going to India I'm going to go this way. Like instead of going to this city, go to this city hmm. by train, plane, car to this village by foot. You have all these different choices based on what your different stats are. And by the end of the eighty days, or if something happens and you die in between, you start again. And you try and get to the eighty days throughout the different ways in any way of the world in whichever direction, as long as you get back in eighty days. <coughs> okay, I can give reasons as to why I don't do it. Why? Oh, see, did you hear this? I don't have money. Yeah. yeah, well, one yeah. is the money, okay? Okay, my perspective. It's not that I've never played a handheld game, okay? I should yeah. tell you some, some that I have played. It might be a little, yeah. The only handheld game that I really did there for a while was with a DS, okay? Blas Castlevania, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I thought David had spilled water all over himself. You no. didn't, did you? Okay, no. cool. Um, I think I did. Yeah, for, for uh, that sort of stuff. Layton did a lot of Layton shit as well. And... I put a bit of time into Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Which, which one? The one on DS4 Liberation. Yeah, so yeah. 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 You see, there you go. That's robbing, you know. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I did that for a bit. Did, um, you, did you play uh, Shin Megami Tensei Liberation DX2 on uh, handheld mobile? No. So I'm going to go into why now. Right, okay. Can you explain to me quickly what is this game? Okay. Yeah. Go on. Can I explain the relations to other games it has? I'll talk to you after about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's another topic it's, you can have. It's, it's man. probably my favourite JRPG series. Okay. If not one of my favourite series in gaming. Yeah? It is my favourite series. I've played that more times. <laughs> it's like, never mind. I won't get any sleep tonight. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> right, well then... My whole thing with that was... That was all well and good, okay? Because I had this thing which was specifically dedicated to gaming. Yeah. On the go. Even then, I, didn't, I still didn't really use it when I was... Out, unless it's like just in someone else's house or staying a night somewhere, I wouldn't be like yeah. using it like on the bus or some shit. My phone and batteries, okay? I'm not gonna sit down and commit to actually playing a game properly while I'm out on my phone. So if I do, battery might die, okay? I'm not gonna let it drain that. If I'm gonna play anything while I'm out, it's gonna be something casual. Like fucking, what was that? I played like Helix Jump for like a month just to beat a friend of mine, Ishmael. Just to beat him. And then I start like doubling his score. Animals. Him, yeah? Oh, I destroyed yeah, yeah. him. If anyone ever listens to this, man, I fucking wrecked you and you know it. It was hard. He fucking deleted the game after a while. It was great. And then made out that I was just really sad, which I probably was. Still are. That whole thing, okay? Keep good, screw I will do that. <laughs> I will do that, which is a basic, fucking basic game. It is literally just a ball dropping from the top bouncing, okay? That wall can bounce as many times as you want and you just spin the disc so falls down. Yeah. Okay, but there's, other, there's parts that it can't hit, it hits it, game over. Very simple. That's all it was. The amount of fucking hours I put into that, and I loved it. Didn't pay a fucking cent for it. Yeah. I will not spend money on a fully fledged game that I will then have to sit with my phone and embrace. Because if I'm going to do that and get involved in something like that with a narrative, I will end up doing it 
on a console or something else completely different that I find a hell of a lot more immersive. That is not shitting on anything else because there are solid mobile games growing up. When I had like my first phone, I constantly bought games on it then. Absolutely, it's like all my fucking credits for like texting or calls or anything like that went into gaming. Straight up, that's what it was. Yeah. And then it's kind of fell out of that. And now it's casual gaming on my phone and anything I take a bit more seriously or want to get into properly will be console. Just because I don't have to fucking charge a phone. <laughs> well, what I also mean is that, like when I played Florence, I played that because I was going home to back to in the country where I live, um, not in the city. <laughs> so because of that, I was taking, you know, about a two hour, um, two and a half hour bus journey. Yeah. So I downloaded Florence just before I went. Uh, as I was downloading, got onto the bus, and then once the bus journey started, a little bit into it, and then I just put on Florence. And I finished it, and I still had like another half hour until I went there. And I was just like, okay, I'm gonna take this time just to stew in what just happened, because it's a really good story, and you need some time after. That's fair. Cool. Cool. But I was just on a bus journey, and I finished that game before I got off the bus. Um, well before, and it was, I was just like, this is a really, really good game. And then so you pay euro per hour of enjoyment. And then what happened after is that I went, just went through some chapters again. Because it gives you an option that when you finish the game, you can go back over certain chapters to see different parts of the story again. Sorry. It's really well worth see what going I through. And there's a lot of mobile games that... Usually, a lot of story mobile games realise the platform they have. And because of that, they work with the hyper-casual convenience of having a phone rather than sitting down for hours like that you will have these games which are meant for very bite-sized pieces like with florence when you start playing it you that's why it is chapter by chapter even though it's two hour game it's like 12 chapters so each chapter is like five ten minutes yeah that's it so when you finish a chapter you go away and then if you and then you can just revisit the chapters again it is that hyper casual, and that's why the story can be taken at little tiny chunks. I just happen to sit down because of the bus journey and play the entire thing. Oh, I see. We can literally be on a bus with one hand, go through a chapter in about five minutes, done. Mm. Fair. And okay. that's it. And that's what I mean by there are games that are there for convenience. They are there to tell the story in bite-sized pieces because you realize people don't have time. And why are you also playing it on the phone? Because a phone isn't your main thing. For a lot of people, even the Switch is their main console mm. um, because it's a handheld as well and it didn't have a lot of huge games on it. Now it's getting to that stage, like with stuff like Mario Odyssey, obviously launched out of Breath of the Wild, but those were like exceptions. Now it's getting to that stage where it can be considered in the same way as like the... Xbox and PlayStation are with like their libraries of like large games because okay. like with the, with like the recent announcements like Doom Eternal is going mm. to be at the same day and day on Switch as it oh, is yeah. going to be on the other consoles like a new AAA game is coming out at the same time across the board mm. and now it's getting to that stage where okay it is now competing with these consoles like rather than getting them a year after like with yeah Flame, up until now is always a good while after yeah sure. like with Flame and the Flood games like that coming out and then a year after coming out on Switch like now it's now no it's competing now you're coming up at the same time if not there are some games which are now exclusive coming out to the Switch and then coming out on the other consoles now so like one of the games which was Mineko's Nightmare I think might be the one where that game's coming out on Switch and then it's coming out to consoles after a few months okay like, yeah. it's actually getting it before so it's taking others over. because the thing is that 
they're making more money, indies are making more money in the Switch, like, combined than mm-hmm. any other console, so it's making that way. So that way, handheld consoles are now getting more legitimacy. It just in the that's just a switch actually and this is a tangent really but what I'm saying is that there is a legitimacy to those consoles um, the handheld versions and especially a mobile phone I think that a lot of people are depreciating the value of your phone and the value of being able just because it doesn't have the graphical quality um, that those things have and this has the power to do that doesn't mean the developers can't find creative ways to go around that oh, I always go back to enough. that Viking game something Viking the barbarian it was something the barbarian um, <coughs> younger the barbarian but anyway that Bowling. game that was on the Atari 2600 that with like he literally the wall that separates you from the other side of the screen is the code and he just made is oh yeah that game where he used the code because he didn't have enough because you literally had an A4 sheet and mm. had a certain amount of code and he was like well I have the entire game on this code and I can't afford any more so all I have to do is he repurposed the code so the wall that separates you from there and the other thing is 0011001. That is what separates you because he decided I'll use the code as the wall because I can't actually design a wall with the code that's left. That's and like, that is like creativity because you don't have the graphical quality. And just because That is the point of all retro games. Another really good one is Downwell. Downwell, a really good game they can play, and that is in bite-sized pieces. That's the game where I think a bit I played it with both of you around. It was the one where you're jumping down, and every time you press the jump button, it shoots. Mm. Yeah, that game. That is a little game which started out on computers. It's a simple game, but it's on mobile, and I die like in a minute <laughs> every time. But every time we get slightly better and I get more gems, so it means that next time I play, I'll have a slightly more stuff, a little more style, um, and different costumes because I build up the gems. Mm. Like those are examples of games that use the platform to its advantage. And I think just like back at the beginning of games in the... Uh, not the beginning of games, but back like... <laughs> we know Way the back when. The Man in Vox Odyssey, but the Atari like, 2600 and that era where they were able to use the creativity and even though they had a graphical limit, they had a limit to what they could do with technology, they used that limit as a way to try and get around it mm. and to try and see can our creativity circumvent what the limit of the console is able to do. And though now we're now getting to the point where games are reaching their limit of what the graphics can do, and we're just kind of getting to, you know, how easily it is to get games now. How Can we, like, start to compress the file size and stuff like that in consoles? That'll be the next kind of step we're going to. Then streaming stuff. But with mobile games, it's the same thing, where you're having some games which are gigabytes and gigabytes and gigabytes and then you're having games which are just five megabytes but they do enough with that and then you have like nintendo started their nintendo um like mobile stuff they had super mario run which by the way didn't do as well as they thought it would and the pay didn't yeah because the thing is no it was free for the first few levels okay and then they said and then oh if you want to unlock the rest of the game it's going to be 10. So it's like a demo pretty yeah, yeah, it gives you much, yeah. it gives you a demo. A demo Mario game is also a weird idea. Um Here's the first world. Can you imagine the first de- yeah. Yeah. I not I I don't think it's actually been a demo of any Mario game before. No. Maybe I'm Wii. Anyway, um <laughs> it's just a strange thought. But Super Mario Run was like a really well designed game. And but once you got the first few levels free, people don't want to pay for the rest of it because people are so used to the freemium model of yeah. you get the game free and then you just have to not like not have ads 
if you pay more mm. or you put down build times that's what people are used to Farmville Clash of Clans all of those games Candy Crush like th that's the kind of thing you're used to in the majority of people and so when you talk to most people who are used to that kind of game on their phone when you get them to pay for actual full experiences which are curated to be that experience they tend to be like ah it's too much money because they're used to no money and that's what I think a lot of audiences are spoiled and they're limiting themselves more because it's like saying I don't play that kind of game I don't play first person I don't play third person when well you've never played every first person <laughs> that is true mm -hmm. I You're understand there are people who say that but then you can say well you don't play first person it's like you don't play first person what you don't play walking to them you don't play first person shooters you don't play adventure games like that is now just okay you've gone rid of three genres straight away or is it just that you don't like looking that way or you haven't tried the game yet it's like, yeah, you well there we go it. you haven't tried the game yet but you're saying you don't play first person but when you think first person you think Call of Duty you mm. think Battlefield it's like there's a, lot of man There's a lot of games which are outside of just those. They're not suitors. Shooters. Shooters. They're not suitors. Not I barely ever play games on my phone. I, yeah, I know. It's a thing I that never have the too. space for it. That's uh, also another one there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've recently been getting into it this year. Mm. I decided that I want to try and really... Like, over the la last year, it's been a thing for me that I always played games, but usually <laughs> on consoles. Now I've decided to go on PC um, with, like, the computer and... PC with the computer, of course, and try like handheld <coughs> a little more and try and figure out like phone games, stuff like that, which is not a big thing for me. Mm. But it's like phones are getting much more powerful now. They are. And they're much easier to get games on them now. So it's well worth trying. And I think a lot of people, it would be in their benefit. I think they would be happy if they tried to make an effort to just like try Florence, try Downwell. D try Don't Starve the Pocket Edition yes. which is which is the full game on your phone I have the full Don't Starve game on my phone I have the first Sonic game and second Sonic game on my uh, phone the second Sonic oh, yeah. game can't lie yeah. I have like these console games on my phone because phones have gotten to that point where they can be powerful enough to do that even from a phone that is just 200 euro the last one I <coughs> sorry properly played would be Pokemon Go I think ah uh, that's fair so the last, when did that come out when was that that game came out in 2016 2016 2016 I wasn't that long ago I was like 16 no yeah. like it was 15 I thought it was like early 17 or mid 17 now like it, it's just so just weird to go, no, I don't think so uh, that was the last game I properly played on my phone yeah yeah back when it's based like, on my phone if I look at my like my phone now is a great way to revisit other games. Like, I'm looking at my phone and I'm just like, Monument Valley 1 and 2, um, Dragon Quest, the first three games, Eww. Final Fantasy, Don't Starve, Sonic, Streets of Rage, <laughs> Streets of Rage, yeah. To the Moon, Banner Saga, Get out. Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. Banner Saga is great and so is that. Old, is like, Old Man. Um, <laughs> What's Old Man? You'll find out. I think that's just like his own fucking photos. <laughs> Final Fantasy Fifteen. Final yeah. Fantasy Fifteen Pocket Edition, which is the world, but with touch controls and chibi characters, but it's the same open world. Hmm. These are gigantic games and small contained experiences. And there is that much variety you will find on 
any other library on other markets such as the PlayStation Store, Xbox and the Switch library and Steam and other libraries, you will get more on mobile because it's a bigger market and therefore has more options. But a lot of games aren't getting those because uh, they don't get their fair due. That, that's what I want to talk about. It, this did turn into what you said, a big rant. Did I say that's that? Big, yeah. Probably, yeah. Does that mean? It did turn into a big rant. This is everyone going to Yeah. 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 I actually love Tommy games. I actually like this. Yeah, it was a discussion. Yeah. We all contributed. Yeah. You know, we said we don't do it. Yeah. I I, I didn't think the stuff. Gary does do it. It became more interesting as I spoke about it than before. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. I'm happy for you, Gary. And what do you, like, are you guys going to try, like, after that? Have you been convinced? No. Still no space on my phone. You're no space on my phone. I use Spotify and I save music because if I go back to, like, home, uh, there is no signal and I have to keep saved songs on it. Everything I do, I keep. Like that, because I will listen to music or I will read instead of playing a game on the bus. Because yeah. I did like two and a half hour commutes to and from, so that's like almost, well, let's say almost five hours a day going to and from college. I would never like sit there and be like, Joe, I really want a fucking game for my phone. Same, I wouldn't. I listen to an audiobook. I would read a, audiobooks as well. Yeah, read or listen to music. It was usually music, sl- or I just use the opportunity to fucking sleep. To be honest, <laughs> not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. However, there are people who do it, like as. Both you, well, no, my fucking housemate will do that. Didn't mean that in a negative way, beautiful bastard. Um, will constantly download mobile games. Mm. Like, throughout the week, well, not because it'd be like the occasional night or by if we're all watching something he has no interest. He will then download a mobile game, play it for a bit, delete it. Mm. Go on, find another mobile game, install it, play it for a bit, delete yeah, it. We started playing PUBG. Exactly, Mobile yeah. version, which I never played before, and I had a really, really and good time. And it runs better on that than on console. Yeah, Fortnite yeah. is better. That version of it runs better um, than the console version of it. Uh, Every version of Fortnite runs better. It was optimised. Yeah, it was optimised well enough. Yeah. To be playable. Absolutely, yeah. And I enjoyed that. So, that's pretty much my whole thing. I have no real experience in the whole in that, apart from watching himself play. Hmm. And David, you're not going to try? No space in my phone. Like, I have room for Spotify, some music on Spotify, and like Facebook and Instagram, and like over a thousand pictures. pictures, I don't want to get rid of their memories. Um, If I convince anybody else, um, please feel free to just like send it in to Tidbit. Talk to Tidbit at gmail.com. That is talk to Tidbit at gmail.com. Talk to Tidbit at gmail.com. Yeah, that's um, it. Th- just um, send that in so I can find out. And I'd like to talk to other people in the community who are who may have been convinced by that or already are in that zeitgeist yeah. of playing mobile games. Because please, I want to talk to more. I want um, <laughs> Please talk to me. I, I will gladly talk more about games. Like, the message me. Come on, I'm ready. Um, you can <laughs> find us. Um, if you ever want to talk to any of us about this, go to Tibbetcast at Facebook and any other social media like Instagram, which are the only two. And then <laughs> any other one as long as it's the only one uh, <laughs> you can find us at most of them too uh, and then <laughs> <laughs> we're on YouTube uh, also YouTube and which, if you want to support us it's the easiest way too but if not and also the easier is probably we can find us at the most audio and podcasting platforms like Spotify and like Google Podcasts and like iTunes and like Stitcher Gary are you okay? yeah okay. yeah I thank you very much for listening. He's just too happy about the games. We have been who? We've been who, Gary? I've been Gary Clark. And this was Aaron. And this was David.
Thank you. And I was Aaron. Bye. Gary, say yurt. Yurt. Hey. <laughs> yurt. <laughs>